Brazil. At the mention of this country, many people think of white sand beaches, others think of tropical rainforests, but I mostly think about the street parties, especially the ones that draw crowds from around the world during the five-day festival of Carnival. These groups of musicians, vendors, and partygoers that wander through the streets are called blocos. And while these blocos may at first seem like just another street party, they are much more than that. During my time in Brazil, I learned that they are of tremendous social, psychological, and political importance in Brazilian society. Now, before we dive into Bloco's place in Brazilian society, let's first look back at the origins. Blocos are what make up Carnival. Carnival has its origins in ancient Greece, where it started out as a spring festival to celebrate the coming of good weather and to honor Dionysus, the Greek god of wine. Later on, the Romans adopted this practice, except their festival honored Bacchus, the Roman god of wine. They called this festival Saturnalia. During the Feast of Saturnalia, masters and their servants would swap clothes, get drunk, and throw all social rules out the window. During this time, many of the poor would interact with the rich in ways that they would never be able to, and at times it was even noted that the rich and the poor would swap lives for a day, with the rich becoming the servants. Fast forward, and the Roman Catholic Church is now in power. They decided that Saturnalia was no longer appropriate. The church decided to change this festival into a feast to celebrate the time before the start of Lent, during which meat is traditionally not eaten. This is where the word carnival comes from, from the original phrase carnevale, or goodbye meat. Since then, Carnival has been used to signal the start of the 40-day period of Lent. Over time, Carnival spread throughout Europe and arrived in Brazil when the Portuguese colonized the area. The first recorded Carnival celebration in Brazil dates back to 1723, when people took to the streets and soaked each other with buckets of water, mud, and food, which led to street brawls and riots. They called this first carnival celebration in Brazil, Entrudo. But it wasn't until the 1800s that carnival started to resemble the celebration that we know today. During the 1800s, the upper class started dressing up in costumes and taking to the streets with music to celebrate Carnival. Later on, the working class would join in and also take to the streets to celebrate with costumes and music. These were the first blocos. Today, blocos are accessible to any and all who wish to join and celebrate. So far, it may seem like blocos only exist during Carnival, but that is not the case. 
Throughout the year, the musicians that play during Carnival have to practice, so they organize their own blocos, and these are an integral part of Brazilian social life, especially amongst young adults. During my time in Brazil, I would attend these blocos about every other week, and going to these blocos seemed to be just as common as going to a bar or a club. While for me, these blocos were just somewhere to go to have fun, I can imagine that for others, especially those with stressful lives and many responsibilities, these blocos, even more than a bar or a club where you still have four walls containing you and rules that you have to follow, these blocos could be a place to completely let go and live in the moment, and I imagine that this is something that could be quite cathartic. And I think that really this is the appeal of the blocos. Blocos can be cathartic, not just on a personal level, but at a societal level as well. The Roman festival of Saturnalia is said to have been an example of a social safety valve that helps to release societal pressures that build up in an unequal society. I would say that blocos play the same role in Brazilian society today. It's no secret that the wealth gap in Brazil is huge. I saw this for myself on a daily basis when I would walk down from the favela I lived in and be faced with a Gucci store, when not 10 minutes earlier I was in a place where no one would ever be able to afford something from Gucci. So I can imagine that living with this obvious social inequality would be highly frustrating. Blocos, a place where people from all walks of life come together to party and live in the moment, is one way to let go of and momentarily forget this social inequality. Now, while this societal catharsis is psychologically beneficial, it can also be taken advantage of. Brazil has not always been a place where people could openly share their political beliefs. The Brazilian military government, also known as the 5th Brazilian Republic, was an authoritarian military dictatorship that ruled from 1964 until 1985. Their governance was characterized by censorship, torture, and the exile of their political dissidents. Living in a society like this, it's obvious that people could get overwhelmed and frustrated with this and it could lead to violence and riots. During these times, blocos became practically the only place where people could voice some of their political opinions and not face consequences, and the government took advantage of this and allowed it in order for people to not cause other issues throughout the year. Again, this is another example of how not only blocos can be a social safety valve, but how they can also be politically oriented. To this day, blocos remain a place where you can share your views on politics and controversial issues freely. I saw this firsthand when I attended a bloco celebrating the release of Lula from jail. For a little background for those of you who may not know who this man is, Luis Inácio Lula da Silva, or simply Lula, is a former Brazilian president. 
He became president in 2002 after promising major economic and political reforms. He promised to eradicate hunger and hoped to create a more caring and outward-looking nation. To achieve this, he created many social programs that benefited tens of millions of Brazilians. Add on top of that the fact that he presided over Brazil's longest period of economic growth, and it's easy to see why he remains popular to this day. But not long after he's finished his second term as president and his successor was impeached, a huge corruption scandal rocked Brazil, and Lula was implicated. He was convicted of corruption and sentenced to more than nine years in prison. Lula always maintained his innocence and claimed that the conviction was politically motivated because polls showed that if he ran for president again, he would win by a landslide. He was released from prison in late 2019 after a Supreme Court ruling. The bloco I went to after his release was not only a celebration of his release, but could also be seen as a protest against Brazil's current president, Bolsonaro, who is on the far right, while Lula is seen to be on the left. Even though I lived in Brazil for three months, and tried to immerse myself in the culture as much as possible to learn more about blocos and how they fit into society today, I am by no means an expert. So it would be better to hear about this from somebody who has roots in Brazil and can give you a more inside look. For this, I interviewed one of my good friends in Brazil, Georgia. Now, I'm going to let her introduce herself and let's hear a little bit of this conversation I had with her. Hi, my name is Georgia Assi Hillel. I'm 22 years old. I'm from Montreal, Canada, but my parents are Brazilian. I've been spending an exchange year here in Rio de Janeiro. And I met Francis while volunteering in a school in a favela called Tabajara. All right, sounds good. And it was actually Georgia and her boyfriend, Victor, that introduced me to Blocos and really, I don't know, made me, I guess, not fall in love with it, but like really come to enjoy them. And yeah, that's what we want to talk about today, are blocos and kind of how they fit into just life in Brazil. So I guess, first of all, Georgia, when people think of blocos, they think that it's just a party in the streets and that it's just like how Brazilians party and spend their weekends. How much of that is true and like how much are blocos part of like a typical Brazilian's like social life? Um, well, I also thought that when I sent my first carnival in Rio in 2018, but I discovered that it's actually, it's a really important part of Brazilian culture. Yeah, people use it to express themselves. I feel like it's, it's a moment where people can dress up in a way that's really different from what, how they dress up usually to go to work. So they use that to express themselves through clothes, glitter. It is a party, but it's a party that people use to like get frustrations out of their system yeah that makes sense and it's really significant for all the Brazilians that i know they use that week they see that week as really important for the culture and even for like social issues like issues of race of gender of sexuality it's always centered on some kind of social issue awesome and that week you talked about is the week of carnaval and obviously that week is filled with blocos but Blocos take place 
like all year round, right? Yeah. Um, the musicians that participate in the blocos during carnival, they also practice th- during the year. And uh, they practice by having other blocos during the year that are usually less full than the ones during the actual week. And those blocos are also used for social issues and people also dress up. So it's kind of a, a really important part of nightlife here in Rio because it's considered a type of party just like you would go to a club. All right, so you mentioned multiple times how these blocos are used to, I guess, express one's point of views on social issues. One example that I found that really touched home for me, and I think you and I talked about this at one point too, was about sexual harassment during Carnival in in these blocos. In 2014, there was actually a viral post on Facebook where a guy said that he didn't want a woman that got around. And in response to this, a group of women um, in Brazil started a bloco called and they started using the hashtag somos todas rodadas so we all get around and they started these blocos with the theme of women empowerment and being against um sexual harassment especially during carnival and they got the t- hashtag carnaval sem assedio trending carnival without harassment what do you think about this like how big of an issue is sexual harassment during carnival and do you think that having a bloco with a theme like that is helpful I think sexual harassment during carnival happens. I mean, sexual harassment happens all the time. But during carnival, there's a cultural tendency for women to dress up less. So there's a lot of women in bikinis. There's women that even go topless or only cover their body with glitter. Um, It's also usually during the summer. So it's really, really hot. And people spend the day partying in the streets. And so women do wear less clothes than usual. There's a real effort made to raise awareness on sexual harassment. So mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of people, even men, um, women, everyone kind of keeps that in mind. But there are always people who decide to disrespect that. Mm-hmm. So it's, it is a problem, but I feel like people react negatively to it. So it, there's a social pressure not to have sexual harassment. However, it still happens, and women still need to be careful. It's still a more stressful time for women since I've only started being in Blockers in 2018. I've seen a lot of, like, temporary tattoos being passed around during Carnival that are no means no or say no to sexual harassment. I think it's a great initiative to have a Blocko that's specifically for raising awareness against sexual harassment. Sexual harassment is definitely an issue during carnival, especially because it's in the warmer months and it's a party and people are going to want to dress up in costumes. So usually women are wearing less clothes, but um, I think there needs to be both. I mean, women empowering themselves and creating a bloco that's specifically for their issues is a great idea. And there also needs to be awareness being raised in all blocos and also all the time. Recently in 2020, at a bloco, there were um, a part of the police force that were passing around flyers, raising awareness for sexual harassment during Carnival too. So I think all of those need to be, need to work together to raise awareness. But I think it's a great idea to have a bloco specifically for that because it definitely draws attention to the issue. Yeah, for sure. And I I didn't know about like the policing out those flyers and like those temporary tattoos. That's really cool. Yeah, it's great. 
people use Carnival to express their opinions on social issues, one of them being sexual harassment and women's rights. And another big one that I, I think I would say is more prevalent would be like LGBT rights. Um, I guess, do you think that that's like a theme that's actually like I the way I saw it, it seems to me that at every block, there was something that was like LGBT or something like do you think do you also think the same way? Like I saw that that was like a very consistent theme throughout Blockus. Yeah, definitely. I think exactly because Carnival is used as a way to express yourself that you wouldn't usually, the LGBT community feels included in the Blocko. They organize a lot of Blockos. And I think just in general, since it's a place where more types of self-expression are accepted, mm-hmm. like you can put glitter on your face, you can write whatever you want on your body, it's a more inclusive space in general. So I feel like a lot of LGBT people who who feel like they can't express exactly who they are during the year, especially in a country where there's a lot of discrimination, people feel more free. They feel relaxed and comfortable and it like it's their space. So I think there definitely is a strong LGBT influence on Carnival. Mm-hmm. And they they really created their space inside Carnival. And nowadays, it's like they're they're a really big part of organizing blockos and raising awareness also for sexual harassment. It's amazing to see. Yeah, I thought that was really cool, too. Like, I wish we, there was something like that in the U.S. Oh, well, I mean, I guess we have pride. I would love Carnival in the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> All right. When it comes to, like, LGBT uh, life in Brazil, I was reading a lot of articles talking about how with Bolsonaro in power, at one point, Bolsonaro... Uh, he's a current president at one point he said he's a proud homophobe uh because of that apparently there's been like a rise in like hate crimes against lgbtq people but blocos have remained like a safe space for that what do you do you think that it's remained a safe place because like lgbt people have basically like created their own space or do you think that it's because of like like how much of it do you think is the lgbtq people making their own space and how much do you think it is like maybe like like, do you think a certain kind of more open-minded people go to Carnival, or do you think Carnival is for everyone? I think Bolsonaro has a lot of con- controversial statements mm-hmm. about LGBT people, feminism, racial issues, indigenous people, and just in general. Yeah. And a lot of people disagree. And in Brazil, there's this culture... I mean, politics has been discriminatory and controversial for years. And so a lot of young people today, they just grew up in an environment where politics is kind of completely distanced from their reality. Okay, yeah. And deliberately discriminatory towards them in general and what they believe. Mm -hmm. So Brazilians have this really strong culture of mocking politics during carnival. So dressing up as Bolsonaro or dressing up as the the last meme that came from politics. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, they call a certain type of corruption in politics uh, laranja, which oh, means laranja. oranges. Yeah. And so a lot of people go went dressed up as oranges this year. <laughs> yeah. and, and it's a space where people really kind of protest in a fun way while having fun. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of blockers tend towards more progressive issues, more progressive views. Mm-hmm. I've, I haven't seen blockos that are more like that push for more conservative views, especially because Carnival nowadays in Rio, at least, is like really, really heavily influenced by black culture and LGBT culture. So, yeah. I mean, so I guess there is kind of, 
I don't know if I did discrimination, but um, maybe conservatives are a little left out of carnival. Okay. But for sure, there there are blocos in Rio, um, in other regions of the city that are for like maybe uh, that are more open to adults, I guess, because the blocos we went to are more about like walking around all day, and it's a lot of young people, youth. Mm-hmm. But there are blocos where it's less about social issues and more about just partying or more about just walking around and more nostalgia of what carnival was years ago. So I guess those would be the ones that um, conservatives would go to more. Bolsonaro has tried this year. He constantly tries to um, delegitimize carnival. Really? He shared videos during carnival of other moments saying that that was happening during carnival, calling it like immoral and all of those things. Mm -hmm. But carnival has a... I guess stood strong and they still do it and I think it just kind of fuels people's like desire to protest in a fun way. Yeah. I, I and I think I saw that because I was reading an article um where there was a actually there was a bloco in Sao Paulo where the theme was long live resistance and it was uh they said like a protest to the alle- like al- alleged censorship by Bolsonaro's government and over a million people showed up. Uh, to that bloco do you think that those and i've thought about this do you think those million people showed up to expressly protest bolsonaro and his government or do you think that those million people just showed up to party like when it comes to these political like blocos like how much of it do you think is actually people getting engaged and how much is just people partying i think there's definitely both just like in every aspect of life there's people that are more just there to to party to live to have fun and then people that are more actually invested but I think no one who just wants to party and doesn't care would go to a block called Long Live the Resistance. Yeah. The carnival scene in general tends to make fun of political, controversial political figures, let's say. Yeah. And this, this year, for example, in Sao Paulo, there was a samba school who organized a parade. Their, their parade was um, mocking Bolsonaro. And a few years ago in Rio, there was a samba school who mocked Temer, who was the, the president at the time. And people attend and people party. And I think, honestly, I don't think anyone who disagrees with the whole concept of the, the Blanco would go to the Blanco. Mm-hmm. But definitely there are some people that are more invested, especially the organizers. Before I ask you, like, I guess, like my final question, like, is there anything else that you want to put out there about blocos and how they fit into Brazilian life. I think I just really admire the way that Brazilian people use carnival. It's more than a peaceful protest because people really have fun and people really invest in this week of fun and also during the rest of the year. And it's a passion for a lot of people. It also um, includes everyone. It's a moment where I feel everyone feels included. If you want to go dress in normal clothes you can if you want to fill your whole body with glitter you can if you want to express whatever identity you identify with i think it's a really accepting space in a country that's not always necessarily accepting Mm -hmm. and i just really admire that so i guess my last question is that it seems to me that every foreigner that goes to a bloco especially the ones in rio that i saw like we always leave with a sense of awe and amazement and just it's like appreciation for that. 
Um, I know I did. I know Malv, the, the, we took, when we took Malv, she really appreciated it. What do you think is like, how would you describe just that special je ne sais quoi about blocos? Like what is the special sauce that makes blocos just so unique? I think I've never seen a party quite like it anywhere else. Um, at least in Canada or the U.S. I don't think there's really, I mean, maybe Mardi Gras, but it's, it's really on like during an extended period of time, people take to the streets to party and there's a lot of acceptance and a lot of culture and it's just a really happy time. I don't think we see that anywhere else in the world yeah. at such a large scale because the carnival, we saw the one in Rio, but there's the one in Bahia, there's the one in Sao Paulo, there's different types of carnival and I think people come to Brazil and they kind of expect it to only be like one or two parties and then they learn that it's actually 24 hours during a whole week or just randomly in the middle of August um, <laughs> like in the middle of the night a party where people just jump in the streets they drink they laugh they talk they dress up and I think it's amazing for me it was I was left with that feeling of awe, oh, which is why I came back <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people leave with that sentiment of wanting to come back, of wanting to, to feel that again. I, for one, definitely want to go back and feel that again of what it feels like to be in a bloco. Because where else in the world can you find a party that's not only socially important, but also psychologically important for the society and politically important? I have only been able to find that in Brazil. If I've learned one thing, it's that cultural and social practices often have deeper meanings than they first appear to have. So we should look further and investigate and find the true meaning behind what we do. And hey, if you're looking for somewhere new to travel, go to Brazil and learn about these buckles yourself. Feel what it feels like to be in one, because this is something that I'll never forget.